from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. If you were to grab the nearest piece of paper and draw a cactus, uh, think not something you might have in your house, but a wild desert cactus, uh, chances are decent that the first thing that would come to mind would be a tall cylindrical cactus with a couple arms sticking out from the sides with bent elbows pointing upward. This is the saguaro cactus, and it's the only cactus on the planet that looks like that. In spite of its iconic silhouette, uh, made popular in Hollywood western films and Looney Tunes, uh, most people have never seen one in real life, as it only grows in a small area of the American Southwest and northern Mexico. Saguaros are the tallest North American cacti, native to and common throughout the Sonoran Desert in the southwestern corner of the United States and northwestern Mexico. Or they can be the tallest. They grow very slowly. At the age of 10 years, a saguaro might still be less than 2 inches high, that's less than 5 centimeters. But over their entire lifespan, which can be over 150 years, they can grow as much as 40 to 60 feet tall, that's 12 to 18 meters. They don't always grow their iconic arms, but they can grow over 25 of them. And when they're fully hydrated and thriving, they can weigh over 3,200 pounds, that's 1,500 kilos. Because of their size, saguaros are important to the local ecosystem as they provide food and shelter for various desert animals. And because they're often the tallest thing standing in the desert landscape, they can fill the niche that's usually occupied by trees. They are the desert go-to for nesting and perching birds and protection for other animals. And once a saguaro has died and fallen, its decomposing body provides important organic matter to the desert ecosystem. 
the saguaro cacti have also been an important natural resource for the indigenous peoples of the Sonoran Desert. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email with Kat Rumbly, marketing and media manager at the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum in Tucson, Arizona. She said, The Tohono O'odham, Seri, and other local peoples have used saguaro as a food plant and used saguaro ribs as construction material. Many members of the Tohono O'odham nation still harvest saguaro fruit to this day, as the harvest marks their new year and provides them with saguaro syrup for the year to come. In the cultural traditions of the Tohono O'odham, the saguaros are considered people, the ancestors of today's Tohono O'odham. While some other cacti spread by vegetative reproduction, essentially cloning, saguaros reproduce by seed, which they grow in stout, pretty cone-shaped flowers that are white with a creamy yellow center. It's the state flower of Arizona. And they require a pollinator to get those flowers pollen from plant to plant. Rumbly explained, Flowers of the saguaro are pollinated by the lesser long-nosed bat and the Mexican long-tongued bat at night and by bees and birds, such as the white-winged dove, during the day. Saguaro fruits develop right before summer monsoon rainfall and serve as a critical food and moisture source for animals after the famine period of dry early summer. Those fruits are green on the outside as they develop and can blush pinkish when they mature. Many split open in a way that honestly looks a little like a demigorgon from Stranger Things, Uh, But instead of a gaping maw of teeth, they have bright red flesh and many small black seeds. The fruit is very sweet and can be eaten raw or processed into jams, syrups, fruit leather, wine, or non-alcoholic drinks. The seeds are nutty and can be eaten raw or dried and ground into flour, which can be used in baked goods like cookies, crackers, or flatbreads, or to make a tasty porridge. If the fruits aren't harvested, when the heavy monsoon rains come in midsummer and early autumn, they're knocked from the tops of the plant to the base and can be carried by floods to be established in new spots. Their seeds are also spread by animals that eat their fruits, and perhaps especially ants, which bury a surplus of saguaro seeds in their nests for their larvae to eat. Rumbly said, The conditions for successful saguaro seed germination are relatively specific, So you'll notice large cohorts of cacti that are all the same age due to establishment in years with these specific conditions. Saguaros have a pretty broad geographic range for a plant that's so specifically designed for one ecosystem. But cold is their kryptonite. They avoid both the cold air drainage basins in the lowest areas of the Sonoran Desert, as well as any elevations high enough to have much frost. Therefore, saguaros keep to the warm air belts in the foothills at the base of desert mountains within their range. The saguaro currently faces threats such as wildfires, increased summer temperatures, and inconsistent rainfall due to climate change, as well as loss of habitat due to livestock, invasive species, and people building a bunch of stuff. Rumbly said, Development and increased urbanization within its habitat removes mature plants, eliminates the favorable areas for saguaros to establish, and influences climate change by producing urban heat islands that become inhospitable to saguaros. A mature saguaro can produce about a million seeds every year, 
but even under good conditions, only a few will survive to become mature cacti themselves. Uh, Changes in rainfall patterns affect the establishment of young saguaros, as the younglings need dependable watering, and they suffer under constant record-breaking high temperatures. And the introduction of grazing to desert landscapes has reduced nurse plant cover and is thought to be negatively affecting saguaro establishment. Arumbly said, Human-introduced invasives, such as buffalo grass, create fodder for wildfires that would not traditionally be able to spread in the sparse desert landscape. Saguaros are ill-adapted to fire, as are many desert endemic species, and are not able to recover from significant burn events. A cattle ranchers first brought buffalo grass to the area in the 1930s, hoping to feed their herds and control erosion. Buffalo grass is now considered invasive. It can double in abundance in as little as three years. Removal efforts have been ongoing since 1990, and a number of measures have proven successful without harming other local wildlife. To learn more, including how you can help, check out friendsofsawaro.org. That's friends of friendsofsawaro.org. They're not a sponsor. We just think they're pretty cool. Today's episode is based on the article, The Saguaro Cactus is an Iconic Symbol of the American Southwest, on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Jessalyn Shields. The Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.